Hey guys, welcome to the Inga Company Podcast. We are two long-distance cousins that are finally living together in Dallas. We're both navigating life in our 20s and learning from each other along the way. So keep listening along and hopefully we can make you laugh and feel like you're in good company. Hello, hello. Hello. We have a special guest on today. Can't wait for... Neville Papperman. Why do I always want to call you that? I don't know, but I'm honored to be here. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. We have the one and only Ned Higgins on our podcast episode today. I feel like, Ned, you you mentioned being on our podcast a little bit ago, like probably this summer. And we always joked around saying that it was impossible to get on our podcast. But here you are being like... Like genuinely, you're the first guy friend that we've had on the podcast. So that's kind of a big deal. We were talking about that earlier. I think once I heard about it, I was like, I I have to be on it. Yeah. And uh, no, everything and that, came to fruition. I'm here right now. Exactly. So. And that's what I was like thinking is you're like the first. I mean, not really the first non-family because we had Emma on, but she's our roommate. So you're like the first like really outsider to be on this podcast. So you should be truly honored. I am honored. Not the first outsider. We've had a couple outsiders. The first outsider guy, which is also a big... Who was some other outsiders? Denise. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Emma. No, I said Emma was our roommate. So, yeah, but I forgot about Denise. Yes, yes. We had Denise on. For first outsider guy. Um, But I'm going to introduce Ned. So, Ned is actually one of my good guy friends from high school him and I go way back to the, the high school days. Um, he was actually in the grade above me, but him and I were acquaintances through the, I guess, the beginning of high school and then became friends. Fun fact, Ned actually took me to prom his senior year, my junior year. So we were prom dates. Like, this is such a full circle moment. You get to hear all of Gabby's past, which is just like... <laughs> all the juice and the tea that everyone's been wanting to hear. No, we're not getting there. But um no, Ned took me to prom and I no, it is a such a weird like full circle moment. Like if you would have told us when we were going to prom together in high school that we'd be sitting on my bed in Dallas recording a podcast like I'm just tell you my prom date right now I have no idea what he's doing in life. <laughs> so I'm happy for both of y'all that you guys can both like have this moment together but like here i am sitting here like (laughs) grant what are you doing (laughs) hey honey (laughs) no well yeah i mean it it was it was great that's actually a a story that maybe we should tell right now the prom date story so ned took me to prom how did you ask me Uh, i wasn't anything uh special no but i think i have a sign yeah, it was or definitely pretty lame. No, not it was lie. cute. No, oh. it was thoughtful. Oh, I wish I had a picture. I think I do have a picture somewhere, but we'll find it. I think it was something like clever. He had like a, oh no, it was it had sushi. sushi. It had yeah, a sushi. it had to do with it was sushi. Like, I gave you a packet of sushi. I was like, do you want to roll with me to Be prom? To prom. Yeah. Yes, it was cute. And I love sushi. So it was thoughtful. It was. And it, I was so excited. 
and to be asked by like the cool old upperclassman uh, okay. cutie i was like yes let's go to prom together oh this man did not need to hear that he's like oh, okay <laughs> yeah i'm that guy i no honestly i won't lie i don't know if you remember this ned but like the first time i met you you go you definitely peaked in high school and you're like no i didn't i swear <laughs> i'm like you're giving me peaked in high school kind of guy i definitely did not peak in high school he didn't no i i'm one to no, back I, him up he didn't no i told you <laughs> that's like I, the lowest no. of my lows no. to be quite <laughs> honest <laughs> i told you you remind me of a guy that i used to talk to and i school. feel bad for that guy because he definitely <laughs> peaked in high school and i definitely <laughs> didn't okay no okay so back to prom so we went to prom he i had to go with like his group because he was you know the senior you had to go you got to go no sorry i got <laughs> to go with his group but like i did have to like leave most of my like friend group my girlfriend group but we went with like all of the um guys in his friend group and took a took a party bus and it was so fun careful sorry ned ned's still figuring out the microphone situation um so we went on the party bus and him and his besties all snuck on flasks in their like suit pocket on the party bus and you know we're just having fun a little bit of booze you know before prom and what how did like so i could tell you what happened so basically all of us dressed the nines. We all brought flasks. We had a great time. One of our best friends, Jack, went to another party bus and got absolutely tanked on the other party bus. Left the party bus and oh. uh, security asked, hey, where did you come from? He pointed to the bus that we all came on. And they oh. were like, okay. Jack, yeah. what the fuck? Love him to death, but he fucking yeah. screwed us. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's I can swear on this. <laughs> yeah, he fucked us. And uh, they raided our bus. Obviously, they were out of jurisdiction, which is kind of like threw everything out of a loop. But we got suspended for five days, and that's what happened. So thank yeah. you, Jack. I love you to death, but you kind of fucked us, buddy. So, no, he did. It, and also, Ned didn't even get to like walk into prom with me. So like he was getting interrogated. Yeah, he wasn't in, getting in like interrogated interrogated is that what the word by like all that's of the word yep that's the word so he was getting interrogated by all of like the up like or the what are they called soup administrative people uh, yeah whatever yeah. like oh, superintendent. superintendents yeah and so he got taken away he had to go back to the school like whatever and so i was just left there alone on the dance floor with no prom date i'm like great i literally went with ned and he's nowhere to be found yeah, that was my bad, for sure. Yeah. But honestly, I think we kind of had a good time. No? Well, you never showed up to prom. <laughs> so we didn't. Well, I guess we, like, we you you showed up, too. We had, like, our friend had an after party, Anna um, Plank. Shout out, Anna. She had an after party in her parents' basement, and then Ned showed up. But he was, like, all depressed because I think he got in trouble by his parents and whatever. And so we were, like, down there. And yeah, he was like all sad, and then he was like, "All right, my mom's coming to pick me up because he could only come for so long." This happened. Yeah, he's like, "My friends can only, or my I can only, my parents only let me come for so long." So he like walked back up the stairs, and I walked him out. And (laughs) I told you this before, but I thought he was gonna kiss me. (laughs) Like, I know I thought he was gonna kiss me. It was like you know, like the whole high school prom date, whatever. And he's like, "All right, bye." And I was like all right bye and then he just left and i was like oh guess he's not gonna kiss me you didn't want to kiss her 
I guess in that moment, maybe no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, he didn't want to kiss me. Just more of a friend. Yeah, clearly. No, I think in that moment, I was very stressed out. I think you're a beautiful woman. I think anyone would be lucky to kiss you. But in that moment, I was dealing with some other shit. But also, okay, here's one. I was fucking stressed out, to be honest. Like, it was probably in the grand scheme of things, like, thank God he didn't kiss you because, like, look at where you guys are now. Like, if he had kissed you, do you guys think you would be friends now? And two, how'd it make you feel to not be kissed on the prom <laughs> night? I wasn't kissed No, I know. No, honestly, we would still be friends. Like, let's be real. We would still be friends. Um, also, I also, don't, if I kissed her, I don't think it would change anything. No, exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we would have still been friends. Also, I self is like I had this like really toxic relationship in high school and he actually didn't take me to prom. So that's why Ned took me to prom and he was at that after party. So I really went up with Ned to make him jealous. And then I was hoping that like Ned would like kiss me so I could come downstairs and be like, yeah. And her plan failed. (laughs) (laughs) It backfired. No, I mean, I still definitely just wanted a, you know, cute like prom night kiss, but it's okay. It's whatever. Um, Ned and I are now besties. We, he went to CU Boulder. So he went to call my, my rival college, um, go Rams. And then after college, we just, like still hung out like in college we would see each other here and there but i feel like after college we kind of reconnected again he lives in new york city he um is in software sales he's just killing it in life he has such a great group of friends and he knows how to have fun and that's why i kind of keep him around you know he's just like one of those good souls that you just need around and you always know you're gonna have a good time with I would echo that. I'd say that's probably <laughs> pretty facts, but uh, but yeah, we definitely got closer after high school. Definitely glad to be a part of your friend group. You and Ellie are great people and uh, honored to be a part of it. So yeah, thank you for having me. No, we love you. Um, and we're excited to have you on. So full transparency, we just came from Los Palmas. <laughs> We've had a little giggly, a little drunk, like... But we also spent a night full of having great conversations. And every time we would be in the middle of it, I would look at Gabby and and Ned and be like, this needs to be on the podcast. So hopefully we have some good conversations like that, even though it's 1015, which is way past my bedtime on a Wednesday night. But we're still going to do it. We're going to have fun. And I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's a Wednesday night. Ned actually happened to have a boys trip coming up this weekend. And I was visiting him out in New York a few weeks, or I guess a month ago now. And he mentioned coming to Dallas for a boys trip. And I was like, um, excuse me, you're not going to come say hi. So he changed his flight and he stayed with us for a few nights. So we went to dinner tonight and had, like Ellie said, a great dinner with just great conversations. But we've had a few marks and now we're ready to give you guys a fun episode. Wait, I didn't know you were going to come here and not see us. This whole time I thought you were like... I'm coming to Dallas first to see y'all. <laughs> that was always the plan, yeah. No, it wasn't. You little liar. No, I was like, Ned, he, I was like, you're, or he says something about coming to Dallas. I'm like, Dallas? And he was like, yeah, but it's a boys trip. And we're like a couple hours out in the lake. And I'm like, well, where are you flying into? He was like, Dallas. I'm like, bitch, I live there. You better come see me. So then he went and changed his fight. Good boy. 
Honestly, like I would have been hurt if you had to come all this way. And that was always the plan. I was just testing you guys. Yeah, all day, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they all say. But pretty disappointed. Anyways, glad you could be here tonight. That was happy to be here. Good. Yeah, let's start off on a high note. We should. Um, so we have a few questions in the question box that we posted on Instagram that we're gonna go over with all of y'all. Let them rip. But we also have some questions that Ellie and I, I think want to ask. Um, and well, it's just gonna be more of like a conversation. Um, so let's do it. Like Ellie said, we had some great conversations at dinner dinner tonight. So just gonna get some male perspective on a few things. I feel like we always go through. I feel like whenever I like hang out with guys a lot, we'll like get in a tiffle about like what each side should think or should show up as so we'll go through some situations and kind of have some fun with ned but yeah right, it'll be it. fun Let it come. all right so ned you live in new york city i do what is your dating life like there my day life no your dating life because you're single right i'm single yeah yes, ready to mingle I am. i'd say that uh hinge and dating apps probably play a heavy influence into your dating life they do okay. but uh i don't know probably like two to three dates a week is no way kind wow. of that's on the heavier lot. side but i don't know but that's a lot i'm not not only like i mean it's not a lot as in like physically going on dates but like that's a lot on like a man's wallet it is it's expensive but i think if you're in the mindset of like i want to meet someone then you're probably going to be a little bit aggressive about it okay Um, yeah some are cooler than others for sure yeah i was about to say what's the dating life like in new york city um it's good i mean you get gems you get duds i mean like it is what it is yeah but like i don't know like you put yourself out there and you don't really know what you're gonna get but that's kind of the beauty of dating online right yeah so like do you have a set of questions when you go on a date with a girl that you like like to ask that are kind of in the back of your head or do you just kind of like go with the flow yeah i don't think it's about being like having like a general set of questions i think it's about being like generally curious um i always try and be invested about like family life what are their interests what do they do for work what do they like to do to have fun um but i think it's also important for them to like ask questions back like you don't want to be a one-sided yeah, no that's when you're like sitting there and you're you like want them to be interested 100 percent. yeah you don't want to be asking questions like they don't have anything to respond with because mm-hmm. then you're like this kind of sucks yeah like, are there any like red flags that you look for in a first date I would say probably unengaged is probably the first one. Uh, no manners is probably another one. If you don't have manners, it's probably like a red flag. You probably weren't raised great. Um, I would say that uh, those are probably my big two. I'd say that I always try and pay the first time because I'm a gentleman. Good boy, but, good boy. But if they don't say thank you, that's probably another big red flag. I'd say those are probably my big three ones to look out for. Okay, so ask questions. Ask questions. Be interested. What was your second one? Ask questions. Uh, say thank or be appreciative. Be appreciative and say thank you. Um, right? And then what was my third one? Your third one was say thank you. We're all drunk right now. So be, just engaged. Like, be engaged. Be engaged. Engaged. Yes. Okay, uh, so ask questions, be engaged, say thank you, which is very true like at the end of the day if you're not that kind of person maybe second guess like 100%. what kind of conversations are you having 
But I want to ask, like, so for me, Hinge, like, genuinely scares me. Like, I, I'll go swipe on it every now and again, but at the same time, nothing will ever come from it. So when you see a girl's profile, like, what stands out to you and what makes you, like, actually go meet her out on uh, I hate Hinge, to be quite honest okay, with you. Okay, Hinge, Tinder, no, 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 whatever no, every, you're on. No, everything. Like, okay. I'm getting to the point where it's like, I kind of hate all those apps, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of trying to, like, be more, like, organic about things. I think that that's, like, the best way to meet people because, A, you meet someone out, you get an understanding of what their personality is, you get to know them somewhat, and you kind of get an idea of, okay, this is a legitimate Hinge, you're kind of just like bleeding, like reading from like a blank state. Like you right. don't really know. Are their pictures legitimate? Are their prompts going to be the same? messages. What if I get there and they're just totally boring? Like if you meet someone out at a bar, it's like, okay, I kind of understand your personality. I kind of understand who you are as an individual. Right. So I think like to answer your question, it's a hard question to answer because like, I understand. I've been a part of the Hinge game for quite some time, but I'm starting to transition to the organic game because, like, Hinge has kind of been a over, like, over miss. Is there anything like when you see a girl's profile? Does anything stand out initially when you first see it? Is it just their look, their vibe? Like, uh, I, I know mean, for Gabby and I, obviously, I mean, how I'd they say look attractiveness then, is for sure like yeah. uh, up there. I mean, I'm but not gonna just be, I'm not gonna dating lie, apps, like, yeah. If they're attractive, of course, I'm going to be attracted to them. B, I'd say humor is probably the second. Humor, wittiness, mm-hmm. like, and then, like, being third, being relatable. Like, are they relatable? Are they saying things as, like, oh, I, I can relate to that. Like, that's, like, you're a human. You're not just, like, a robot that, like, puts stuff on the internet, so. And then you're a sales guy, so you know, like, the con- conversion rate. So for when you reach out to girls, how many times do you reach out to girls and they actually respond back to you? And they respond, uh, probably 20 to 30%. Okay, that's good. Because I remember we were talking to Carter, Gabby's brother, and he was like, oh my God, you have, because he was looking at her hinge and it's completely different for girls where they, like, I'll go on my hinge and it'll be 50 plus whatever. I mean, I haven't been on in forever, but like. You have 50 invitations? Yes. Like it'll be like wow. 50 plus. And that's what Carter was saying. He was like, I'll go on and I have maybe 10 and that's a good thing. Because girls Guys are Guys are just, way hornier than girls. I think so. Honestly, but. Well, and it's just like guys are usually the ones that have to make the yeah. first like. Yeah move so of course they're going to be going on which i will also are probably more scared too girls with confidence is probably the hottest thing that a guy could encounter yep whether it's at a bar whether it's at online girls that are confident and feel good about themselves and don't have any issue walking up to a guy and telling him how it is that's probably the hottest feature that a girl could have to be quite honest so if you are on a date with this girl or let's say she texts you after or maybe you go on another date and you don't realize that you're the one <laughs> what do you typically do ned uh typically i probably won't text them back yeah so you do it, quite the honest. whole ghosting thing yeah and i'm upfront about it like 
it is what it is. Like traditionally, I haven't been the best about letting them down easy, but it's it is what it is, and uh, I could probably be better about it. But uh, yeah, traditionally. No, and the reason I asked that is because we did talk about that earlier, and Ned, like, can I say this? I don't okay. give a fuck. Yeah, Ned was like text know. said that he he thought he was playing. He cool. thought he was being a good guy by texting this girl, letting her know that he was no longer interested. And how he did that was saying that he was taking it further with another girl that he was talking to, just like kind of taking the easy way out. And Ellie and I were both like, no, like you can't do that. Like you have to just be straight up with her. Um, luckily, this girl was cool and she was She like, was cool about it, by the yeah. way, for everyone listening. Yeah, she was, she was cool like, about I it. I appreciate you saying that. So, But I think it's just like very mature to just and like easy to just say i just i've have been a, it's been great getting to know you but i'm no longer interested i think like we could be, work better as friends i don't see you in the light of being romantic with you i don't know like yeah looking back i agree yeah. i could probably be better about it but i but. think that's a lot of like issues that guys have is the whole being just like upfront about ending it and not making it like a whole like ghosting thing. And I think that's a very like contradictory thing that is happening in our day where guys and girls, like I've I've been victim to it, but like ghosting people, like it's just like so not something that we should be doing. You know, it's like we should just be upfront with our feelings and like let them know. And it's so much easier to do that than it is to just like leave them hanging. No, I was literally going to say the same thing. Like if every guy or every girl was just sent that exact, exact copy paste text, everyone just understand where everyone's feelings were. Just be like, Hey, by the way, really like to get to know you. But at the same time, just wasn't it like at that point, I get where your feelings are. We weren't a match. You didn't like me. Now I can move on. We can all move in happily. But like, if you were to just text me like you're a great girl just like timing didn't work out at that point there's so many things that go on in my head i'm like was it timing or was that an excuse if it wasn't timing like would we be the one like is he going to be the one in the future like there's just so many questions in your head that you still have if a guy is like beating around the bush which is like i know you're trying to do it the best way you could but i think it is still beating around the bush versus like being up front like you genuinely just didn't see a future with this girl and like that's okay i get it i think there's a sense of concern that people have with like being straightforward because you don't know how people are going to react yeah i get like it. Yeah. you know you could have someone that's totally cool about it they get i get it we're not the right people but you could also have people that super sensitive about like you cutting the ring right off them and being like no you're not the right fit so i think that people try and let people down easily in the way that they think it's easy for them in the sense that i did like you know it was probably the easy way out but realistically it's obviously it's a better way to be upfront about things but you don't know how people are going to react some people might be more sensitive to you being upfront as opposed to you telling a white lie i mean yeah. you don't really know how people are going to react yeah. so that being said, I think it's a 50-50. No, I see. You should always be truthful in the yes. long run, but I think it's not always the easiest out for some people. Exactly. Like you're taking maybe an easier way out, but I think it will be more beneficial in the long run because I know how girls' brains work and like they overthink and it's easier for them to overthink with a, a beaten around the bush answer versus like an upfront, like this is how I feel and they're able sure. to accept it. Yeah, I get um, it. Ned, have you ever 
been heartbroken? That's a tough question to answer. I'd say maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. Maybe. If there's a maybe, I think there's a yeah. I think I'd say yes. I don't want to get too yeah. specific. What would yeah. you like to find heartbroken? Like were you just like very kind of depressed over a certain girl or were you just like like what what was that situation like for you? I don't think depressed is the right word. I'd say probably overinvested might be the mm-hmm. right word. But then, like, what, when it ended, were you just, like, heartbroken? Like, when did, like, you feel like your heart was, like, you were let down? Or, like, what did that feel like? If you thought you were heartbroken in the past, what did that feel like to you? Probably, like, a sense of shock. Like, damn, I thought it was going somewhere, but it didn't. So, it was, like, almost like a, a sense of shock, to be quite honest. And, like, what was your mindset going through that? Were you most... I think you think about everything you could have done differently. Yeah. I think you probably look reverse, like how could I have changed the outcome Mm -hmm. doing what I did in the past to make the present different? I think that's probably everything that goes through your head in a matter of five to 10 seconds. But that being said, at the end of the day, you kind of got to understand it and just move forward. So like, understanding it like is there like a period of grief that you like go through or like i'm trying to think from a guy's perspective of like how they handle heartbreak i mean i think regardless of your guy or girl you probably go through grief no but what i want to know so there's like a saying and i literally i think i saw a meme or like something on it today but it's girls love quickly where guys love too late kind of thing and same thing when they get over a relationship like girls mourn it more initially whereas guys get over it quickly and then suddenly like realize too late did you ever experience anything like that or like how did you get past the heartbreak yeah i mean i I don't think you can associate it really with like one or the other i think people deal with it differently like, you know, some people might be too quick. Some people might be too late. doesn't matter if they're a guy or a girl. I think people deal with it differently. I don't think there was a sense where I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm dealing with it differently than someone else's. But I think there's definitely a place where I was like, I probably could have done some things differently to make it better. But I don't know. I don't think it has anything to do with, like, he did, she did. You know what I mean? How would you say that? One, how would you say how long it got, it took you to get over her, slash, how did you get over her? Uh, probably took a couple of weeks. The best way to get over is hook up with someone else. Ned, <laughs> is that is okay. that really it? Like, actually, for a guy's point of view. Yeah, I'm not. Lying so, like, again. after you after you meet someone else and you have fun you're just over the last person pretty much yeah no way (laughs) well it's dependent about the situation like i mean like yeah there's so many different factors timeline uh neglect like situation like i don't know it depends like you could go no and we okay here's the thing here's the thing if you're super into them and you go out and hook up with someone you're probably thinking about them if you weren't that into them and to break up with them and you go fuck the next girl, then it's probably like, oh, yeah, I'm on to the next person. I'm on to it. And okay, but and then you're genuinely over the last girl. Like, that's what I want to know. Is like I think from a male perspective, 
personal clarity is a real thing and like i think if you this i've is never not heard of such a thing <laughs> i mean like you're asking me like on no, the spot, no, no. Like, i want to know i, I like genuinely very i think if you get your heart curious. broken and you go hook up with someone else you kind of emotionally attach to that person for like the short term and then you can kind of move on with yourself if you're kind of just sitting in your room kind of thinking about oh what could have gone differently oh I'm thinking about this girl all the time versus, oh, I hook up with this girl. My mind's focused on something else. This girl was super into me. I feel good about myself. I can kind of move on to the next thing. Way different. But do you think, so you're in love with this girl, right? Y'all break up and then you go hook up with this one girl. It doesn't work out. That's like a immediate satisfaction doesn't kind of thing. Yeah. Really? Well, because you feel good about yourself. It's like, okay, this girl crushed my heart, but this girl's super enemy for the short term. I get this confidence back. Like this, there's this sense of confidence that comes back into you. This girl's like, I want this guy. And you feel like, okay, I'm on to the next person. Like this girl wanted me. Why can't I go conquer the world versus. So what if that girl comes back to you? What girl? The last girl that you were heartbroken over. Fuck her. She heart, she broke my heart. Oh. But what if you are the bad guy in the situation? Like, what if you? Well, well up? you guys are bringing up these different situations, <laughs> like the, out of the blue, like, like interrogating like, yeah. him. Like, no. what is the situation? Like, no, I'm just saying, like, for a guy, like, get over a girl. Like, is it really that easy? Like, is it really it just like kind I mean, of moving like, on to you the can't next person? Generalize that question. I mean, that's case by case. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, so if you meet a girl and like or like if you're talking to a girl like the whole texting situation like if you're texting first or whatever like if you're not texting first are you waiting for her to initiate a text like how do you kind of go about the whole showing that you are interested in the person when you're not with them like face to face great question i think that it's about not oversharing like i don't really give a shit what you got at starbucks earlier in the day like whatever that's fine i think you have something that really is interesting that happened today i'm more than happy to like hear about it and ask about it i think that's awesome but i don't want to be just texting a text i don't care about what time you change your sheets i don't care about what time what episode of xyz that you watch but like i think it's important to be engaging at the same time like how was your day but are there any like red flags when it comes to texting like if you double text or if you like ask a question and it looks like you're very like you're trying to engage in a conversation over text like what would you say does it vary on the person i mean i think it's important for both sides to be engaging like if i ask a question and you're just kind of giving me one word answers then it's like why am i gonna text you back because like um, it's not worth my time yeah that being said i don't feel like it's important for everyone to text all day every day no yeah i agree it kind of loses interest but like yeah but like keeping it engaged, engaging and yeah, be engaging, be a real yeah. person, understand yeah. how to have a conversation. A hundred percent. So would you say like when you start to like a girl, do you tell them or I mean, I guess, do you tell your friends about them? Like, is no. there no? So when do you talk? When do you tell like a friend like, hey, I met this girl. Do you think it'll be different when you do meet like a girl that you're genuinely like, holy crap, this girl might be the one. I think it needs to get to a very serious point for me to start sharing that kind of information. Okay. I'm very, do your friends do that to you? It's different. Yeah. I mean, people have different personalities. Like I can't tell you how you're going to share that information with me versus someone else. Like 
I'm a little bit more reserved. I don't like to get too excited about some things versus, you know, someone might tell me after the first date. So I don't know. It's different for everybody, but like, I like to wait till it's probably a little bit more serious for me to introduce them to my friends. So you have to wait until like a couple dates in. I don't, I wouldn't say that there's a number of dates that it has to hit. I'd say it has to feel right for me to do it. Is there like something about a girl? Like if a girl came up to you at a bar and was like crazy, Confidence. insane. Confidence. Yeah, confident. All of the things that you're looking for and then you go over to your guys. Like are you going to tell them? If I feel special about her, for sure, yeah. If like, she's like, whoa. if she checks all the boxes, I'd be like, holy shit, I met this unreal unicorn that I have to introduce you guys to. And what, who, what would that be? Like, what would give you, are like butterflies a thing for you? Like, what would give you butterflies? For sure. Cute, confidence, engaging, sense of humor, intelligent. Um, I'd say that those would probably check a lot of the boxes. Are they hard to find? I'd say so. I think same goes for guys, honestly. Like, I don't, I mean, the same thing goes for guys. It's like, I'm sure. Handsome, confident, cute. I don't doubt that, yeah. You know, cordial gentlemen, all the things. Respectful is another one. Yes, all the things. But I'm just like so curious when it, because I think girls introduce guys too early and then guys introduce girls too. Like, I think it's, well, like here's the thing. I want to almost. have a connection with them. I want to have a relationship. I want them to feel comfortable with me before I'm going to introduce them to my friends. Yeah. Like you like know. I want them to feel like they can be themselves around me before I introduce them to all my buddies. Like No, I'm the same I don't way. want to yeah. put them in an awkward situation or where they feel like they have to be more than they are or anything like that. Like it's just, you know, no. I also want to feel like I understand who they are as an individual before I'm like, hey, these are my buddies. You know? Yeah, like you want to you want to be confident in them before you bring them around. I'm the same way. And I feel 100%. like it does just vary on like the person. Like if some people are, are really lenient on like who they bring their person around, it's like, ooh, maybe you should be a little bit more careful. But like I, I do agree with you. I think it's like a very big thing. And like it also, it just accounts to like, your, when your friends mean a lot to you, you care about who you bring them or like who you put in front of them. Yeah, it's a big step. I mean, like, you know, introducing someone that you kind of know to the people that you've known forever is like a big thing. And I think it's important to like be respectful of that and really like be emotionally intelligent about when to do that. Yeah, no, that's smart. And honestly, I think a lot of girls would appreciate it more so if guys acted that way instead of being like, Hey, come over and meet my guy friends. Cause that gives you a whole different expectation of how things are going to go. Yeah. Like on the flip side, I'm going to be honest. If I went on a first day with a girl, I don't care who your friends are. I don't want to meet yeah, them. No. I don't want to deal with their personalities. I barely know you. I would rather much get to know you and who you are before I even step into that world. Right. So I'd like to respect it on the other side. No, that's so fair. So on the other side of things, so let's say you meet this girl out or even you're on a date with a girl like, and you aren't liking it. Like you're not vibing. You aren't gonna, like you don't see anything coming from it. How do you give her, like you personally, 
how do you give her any sort of sign that you're just not into her, that you don't really want to see things going from it, or do you just kind of fake it and then deal with it later? Uh, personally, 100%, I think you got to fake it through the end of the day. I don't really know if there's really? any... I mean, personally, like for me, I don't know what you can say or, or what kind of signs you can give. I think I'm kind of the person that's like, just grind through it get through the end of it you only got 30 minutes or an hour left <laughs> pay for the dinner and you never talk to her again honestly i think that's like, better than just making a scene at a restaurant where you barely know someone i think that it's just like you signed up for it you didn't really know what you're gonna get out of it it's kind of like a lottery ticket like you're walking into it yeah you get what you get you you pay for it and you kind of walk away the more i think about it the more i'm like yeah no that makes more sense like i'd rather be on a date with a guy and it go well while we're sitting there and it's fun and like whatever and then for him to just like reach out to me afterwards or something and just be like hey by the way not into it or whatever the case may be then for it to just like be so awkward while we're at the date like that i also miserable though, for on the contrary i don't know that after a first date you owe them a whole explanation That's i fair. think you are no. going into it you're both no. going into it yeah i agree and you don't owe them an no. entire life story as to why it's not like gonna work out i think you can mm-hmm. just probably walk away from that that's a hundred percent like when people are like oh he ghosted me it's like oh wait what happened Oh, Yo, you went on one date and he didn't reply to you that's not ghosting like ghost Ghosting is like when a relationship you had with that person that was like was ongoing and he just randomly like stopped replying to you. If he just went took you on one date, like he was like yeah, you're, gauging you're giving on each other a chance. It's yeah. kind of a shot in the dark for both people yeah. and it is what it is. No one owes each other anything. Yeah, no, I agree. This, I agree. Like it's a very like testing moment and yeah. he, you don't owe each other anything. That's why you're on there that you're putting yourself, you're putting each other out there like okay well let's go through a speed round of questions so Let we'll, rip. we'll be asking you questions and we'll just go kind of go through it in the um like lightning speed do you go more for personality or looks personality for sure actually though so but here's the thing here's the thing like if I'm going to have a serious relationship with someone, if I'm going to think about someone that I'm trying to get married, like wanting to get married to, I would much rather have a great time with them every day as opposed to looking at someone that's on paper good. But but you can't deny that what initially like wants you to walk up to them is there. Sure, but I've met so many girls that on paper look great, but their personality fair. sucks, and I 100%. want to just never talk to them again. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Blondes, brunettes. Brunettes. Okay. 100%. Me and Gabby, check. <laughs> Always. Um, Sporty or smart? Sporty. Smart. <laughs> what? No, like sporty. Like picking that as Athletic, more. yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Smart. Yes. That's a smart choice is what uh, I meant. Yes, athletic. Not me saying smart. But uh, then again, I don't, never mind. How many kids do you want to have? Two. One boy, one girl. One boy, one girl. Okay. Or three boys. Three boys? Why three why'd you bump it up one and have it added another? It's just either one boy, one girl, or three boys. Okay. What's your biggest fear? That's a good question. I don't know what my biggest fear is. Wait, let me think. 
That's like a loaded question. I know. I'd say realistically, like probably not being able to provide. Mm. That's a big fear. Okay. Like getting to a point where you realize like, wow, I can't like provide for my family or for my yeah. kids. That's like a legitimate fear. Wow. But okay. I don't yeah. think that'll be ever issue. That's okay. yep. All right, Ned. Um, what's what do you like to do on the weekends? Golf, hang out with my buddies, watch sports. Nice. Do podcasts. <laughs> podcasts, yeah. What's the best thing about being single? And then you can answer what's the worst thing. This is gonna sound shitty, but I feel like the best thing about being single is you don't have to answer to anyone. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's a good one. If I want to go get shit-faced with my buddies at 2 p.m. on a Saturday, I can do that. And I have to, like, report back to anyone what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That being said, the shittiest part about it is I think that a lot of people, probably including myself, like that companionship. So it's kind of like a give and take. Like, you kind of have to choose your battles. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ellie, do you have any other questions? What's the first feature you notice on a girl? Um, smile and level engagement. Okay. Probably level engagement. Like if she's engaging, that's a turn on for sure. She smiles, that's a turn on for sure. If she's sitting there, just blank faced or like not, not smiling. It's like, A, she doesn't want to be here. She's not interested in me. Yeah, so her demeanor. That's probably it. Okay. Can you have feelings for multiple people at the same time? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Same level of feeling. I think you have to pick and choose your battles. I think you can probably appreciate things about people differently. I think there's some things you can like about one person versus some things you can like about another person, which makes you get torn probably between different people, but... Yeah, I mean, I think you're human. So at the end of the day, some things you like, some things you don't. Mm-hmm. What's your biggest non-physical turn on? Sense of humor. Okay, that's a good one, yeah. Um, Well, awesome. That was fun. That was such a fun episode. No, it honestly was so fun. And I feel like the whole time we're sitting here, I'm like learning so much more. I'm like... I want to know the answers to when I was going through things with guys that I'm like, okay, like let's pick your brain, Ned. So yeah, like I want to hear what you went through or like whatever, but that's why it's like always fun. I feel like to have guys on and just like hear their perspective, but we appreciate you. We love your friendship and Ellie and I are so thankful that you came to visit us and we've had so much fun and we're so lucky to have you on the pod how do you feel after the pod i feel good i'm appreciative thank you for having me on of course were you nervous not at all really no he wasn't it's because he's had like a three or four marks in him i'm not nervous (laughs) at all either (laughs) we're like yeah okay so what how do you feel about us I feel like you both are great ladies, <laughs> and I appreciate you both for hosting me and having me on the podcast. Hell and yeah. uh, any guy would be lucky to have you guys. Oh, you're not wrong. Did you hear that, guys? <laughs> Literally. Do you have any questions for us? 
not the top of my head, no, he but doesn't. maybe at the second podcast. He will later. Yeah, the second, the part two when Ned comes on. But no, seriously, Ned, you were such a great guest. We enjoyed having you. Um, you better share all share this to all your family and friends because I'm sure they want to hear you speak upon all of your opinions and thoughts. And we love you. But yeah, that's really it. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Love. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.